going on, people? Another beautiful episode of Backstage, the affiliate of Black Seinfeld. This is when we do stuff like offline, off air. I'm your host, Bastian Nissa, and today, Giovanni is not with us, but I do have a special guest. Shatman, say what up to the people. Hey, how's it going, everybody? What's up? What's up? All right, all right. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I think I said in the last episode, Black Seinfeld, that we're going to do some separate things this year. And this is kind of our first episode. Um, Giovanni currently is working on another episode for Backstage. But hopefully we can get this ball rolling for 2021, or what I like to call New Game Plus. So today, we're going to talk about a movie that Gio despises. Well, more like a series. And that's why he's not here today, because he does not want to talk anymore about DC movies. I don't know if we're just getting tired of just action films in general, but they're still coming out. Disney Plus is just bringing out even more TV shows. I think next week we're going to have InVision soon. It's going to be like nine episodes. We're probably going to do another review. I think we're all getting bored and tired of it. But I'm a big DC fan in terms of comic books, animation. Um, in terms of movies, I never saw The Last Justice League, but I did see every other movie. I think I'm just waiting for the Snyder Cut coming out on HBO Max. You heard about that? Oh, I've definitely heard about that. But well, what was going on was when I heard that it was actually going to be, like when it was greenlit, I didn't realize that the push for it was so was so intense. Like I knew it was, there was like talk about it, but... When it when it was actually greenlit, everybody was talking about. It. I was like, "Wow, internet nerds made it happen." So I was like, yeah. "What? Really? Like, I didn't even realize there was this whole part of Twitter that I didn't realize was happening." And even look, I, I feel like I'm 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 tuned into to nerd Twitter a little bit, like at least superhero movie Twitter. But now nah, it was like this whole it's like this whole insurrection going on. Yeah. It came quickly, too. I wasn't sure what the Snyder Cut was. I don't know if it was, like, uh, film things that they just didn't make to the final cut because I know some movies, they'll film, like, three hours. I remember, like, Black Panther before that came out. They said, oh, we filmed, like, three hours and 30 minutes of it, and we had to snip it to the best, like, two hours. Mm -hmm. So that's what I thought it was, but instead it was just, like, an alternative, and they did a lot of reshoots. Yeah. I mean, well, this is different from, say, like... um... Batman versus Superman, where there was the, remember there was that ultimate cut of Batman versus Superman, I, th- I think we both watched it, and that was all Zack Snyder, right, so that was like, we had the theatrical release, which was apparently heavily edited by by the studio, by Warner Brothers, but then there was the ultimate cut, which I filled in a lot of plot holes, yada yada, the Justice League situation is completely different, because Zack Snyder had to leave the project like halfway through basically because there was a family there was a family emergency um very tragic um and joss whedon came in the director of avengers and like so many other things and he basically just flipped the movie just completely changed it from what Zack snyder was gonna make it into and a lot of people think that that's the reason why it sucked they think that it was just like there was there was that conflict of you know like vision and all this stuff but i mean who knows we'll find out if that that movie was ever going to be good maybe josh sweden was there to kind of ruin all of dc you know maybe maybe that's what it was but i mean josh sweden he's 
So I feel like our our generation probably knows him as the Avengers guy. But then, like, prior to that, like, he's done so much. Like, he did so much in the 90s, especially when it comes to television. And Buffy, right? He was, uh, yeah, like, Buffy and I think Angel, too, and, like, all these all these other things. It's, I think he might have done Star Trek. Like, he, the guy's seasoned. Like, he knows what he's doing. But, I, like you, I didn't watch, I didn't watch Justice League. <laughs> um, uh, I have... I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit. I have a weird relationship with DC movies. I absolutely love DC. I love DC animation. I love the like the mythology around DC. I feel like it's like closer to like Greek mythology than than it is to like you know like say Marvel storytelling. But um, I was hyped when Batman vs Superman was about to come out. Not when it came out, but when it was going to come out. Like the, like the two to three years prior to it, hyped. And then when I got gutted from actually watching it, it's almost like I swore off DC movies. Yeah, it was and that's what happened to a lot of folks. I think a lot of people gave DC one more chance when it came to, um, what was that collective? Um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, I guess got yeah that was Robbie me. That was and, me, man. Uh, Will Smith. It's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And before we even get to Wonder Woman uh, 84, something about, I think, all DC films have is like they have a lot of good moments and good ideas that they just tend to forget and just like focus on this dark eerie movie and we don't need dark eerie movies in today I think if you could balance a good um, companionship between characters showing them growth a little comedy here and there um, Mm -hmm. it's something like Thor's character in the Marvel Universe when he first Mm -hmm. came in and by the end of the series he became this very funny guy you know he didn't get darker you know, it just became funnier. It's true. So I was kind of hoping they could do that with DC. I think they had yeah. their chances. They introduced Batman through a Superman movie, and but it wasn't a Superman movie. It was just a, a together movie. And yeah, I think that's what kind of ruined everything. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of things that ruined Batman versus Superman. There was there was a lot of good ideas, um, but then there was like a ton of bad ideas. And like the thing with like Thor, I feel like a lot of people. Now, it's almost like when people looked at um, The Dark Knight when it first came out because it reinvented the idea of what uh, a superhero movie could be. You know, everybody thought it was like, oh, it's just like campy and whatnot. And then you had a sophisticated movie in Dark Knight. But I feel like rather than looking at the sophistication, they just looked at the grittiness of it and like how how fucked up that world was, you know? Mm -hmm. And they were just like, yeah, like we're going to use that. We're going to pull from that a little bit. Now you have Thor Ragnarok. And that's kind of the other end of it. It's just like now you can make it a little bit more campy, more fun, more bright, you know. But Thor, I thought was a really interesting experiment. I don't know if I love it as a Thor movie, but I love Ragnarok as a movie on its own. It's just it's brilliant, wonderfully shot, and incredible chemistry all throughout. Incredible dialogue, yeah, very colorful, and that's something like these. Oh, movies very don't, colorful indeed. Don't yeah, really have. I think I experienced well until eighty four, until Wonder Woman eighty four. Yes, so this movie's um, colorful as hell. You saw the, you recently saw the first Wonder Woman. Everything is on HBO Max. This whole thing kind of kicked off why a lot of studios are despising HBO Max because they realize that movie theater is not going to happen for a year, and they do not want a, uh, they don't want an archive of 
old movies that they filmed two years ago. It's like, we mm-hmm. need to release them now while they're still hot, still juicy, still right. up to date. Because some of these writers, they write references for two years, but four years later, it's like, I'm not sure I would have kept that in, would have edited it out. But they're done. Mm-hmm. They're off the press, ready to go. So D- so uh, DC, owned by HBO, HBO, owns DC, Warner Brothers and all of them. It's like, hey, yeah. we're going to do a new movie every other month, starting with Wonder Woman 94, no, 84, which is supposed to be a blockbuster over the summer, but ain't yeah. pan out that way. But do you think more people watched it? I haven't really seen or any reports on numbers. All right, so I don't think that they've they've dropped raw numbers, but uh, they basically did a press release, and Warner Brothers said that apparently half of their subscribers watched it on Christmas Day when it released, which is like a ridiculous number. How if half of your su- subscribers are watching it in one day? It's yeah. one thing to say they watch it over like a week or something. They watch like they're saying half their subscribers watch it in one day, so that's pretty significant. I don't know what their subscriber numbers look like right now. Um, I think it's I'm sure we can look that up somewhere. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, that's not wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, they're not really trying to. Co- I think. It, they are competing with Disney. Um, right now, they're just acquiring all what they are owned because something like the other other week, they just added more Cartoon Network shows that um, yeah that haven't been on stream ever before. Mm-hmm. It's just you have to buy them separately. They got they got a lot of IP under their belt, and that's that's I mean it's gonna be great for them moving forward. Yeah. So you recently saw the new Wonder Woman. Um, I did a review on Wonder Woman last year, and I could just kind of... What, what was your opinion on it before I, I kind of remind the folks what was my opinion? So we're talking about the first one here. The first one. Uh, I really wanted to give the first one a chance. I didn't watch the first one for kind of for the the reasons that I skipped most DC movies. And then, I don't know, so, so, something about it didn't feel right to me. But I was just like, I feel like in order to have a... a I felt like in order to have a good opinion on 84 and like a real understanding of 1984, I had to watch the first one. So I did. And I wanted to like, it. I like, I wanted to be wrong. I, I, I like going into certain movies and feeling like, I don't think this movie's going to be good, but I would be delighted to be wrong. And I wasn't like, it was not good. And there was, there were interesting ideas that had right in the beginning. And, um, I want to say like the first half is pretty pretty nice, and I think that's that's a theme like that carries over storytelling. Yeah, I mean world building things like that, um, and I think that carries over into 1984 too. Like there's there there's a certain level of world building when it comes to 1984 as well because it's such a big time skip, and like the world's in a completely different place than it was in the first movie, and there's interesting ideas that they're exploring, but. The second half, I feel like the movie just unravels, you know? And man, that's like I don't I don't like the Diana Prince character. Uh we'll talk about this a little bit more uh later on, but I think it's a it's a damn shame that the best things about both of these movies seem to be the men in them. When this movie is supposed <laughs> to be this, you know, like female driven like one of the only female driven superhero movies but consistently uh chris pine is stealing every scene that he's in and i don't even think he's trying that's the thing like i think he's just like he's just acting he's just doing his job and gal gadot 
is so far behind him. It's a shame. And now you add to this movie Pedro Pascal, especially coming off of the Mandalorian. Like yeah, he's on the fire, hype, and he's the hype doing just great. worked. I don't know. Like I didn't know Absolutely. he was in that movie. To be honest, I did not know. Even with all the press release, I don't even remember seeing him in the trailer. To be honest, he. I don't. I'm remember. trying to think if I, I'm trying to think what I remember from the trailer to begin with. The movie felt very haphazard. But he's he's there. They're like the really the most prominent marketing I could think of when it comes to um, the fact that Pedro Pascal is in the movie is uh, character posters. I saw a character poster of his, and I don't know. He looks like a like a sleazy car shaved. salesman. He looks so different when he shaved his mustache. Oh yeah, I did not yeah. recognize where he was. Absolutely, I can I can hundred percent all his work. That. He needs that mustache. I did not know who this person was, but it makes sense because eighty four was like the age was like to shave everything. Then like by the nineties, like no, by the two thousands, you would grow everything out. Like, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think even in even in the nineties, anybody was really growing out facial hair unless it was kind of like that like French cut thing, like the goatee. Yeah, like like people were kind of doing that. I mean, and then I just remembered from the first movie, from the first Wonder Woman movie. Also, David Thewlis. The man that played Ares. Yeah. He was wonderful in it. I, I know that you have your opinions about like how that character completely fell apart and I do too, like all the way at the end. Mm-hmm. But pretty much right up until he, he's doing his big villain speech, he's looking really good. I think what you David said Lewis is, is looking really what she said is true. Um I because I, I seen the movie twice. When it came yeah. out and recently. So for the first part of his introduction as a character, it's great. But by the time you get yeah. to the end, you forget it all because the character just sucked. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of forgot just, he, he just did got a really, really good cartoony. job acting. Yeah, then got really yeah. cartoony. The fight scene sucked, and everything just kind of went out the window in terms of plot. And and I just don't know like why they end certain things the same way. Like the the whole doctor, if you remember, she escaped, and it's like she was still alive. It would be best to kill that doctor off, but she's still alive. Like, oh, oh doctor, doctor poison. Doctor poison. It's like, oh, they're gonna put or, it in the next movie. Yeah. Then the next yeah. movie was sixty years later. It's like, no, this person is already dead. It's like, I, I don't know what they wanted to do anymore. They should just killed her off. Right. It's yeah, I don't know that 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 movie that movie was tough watch for me. Uh, I think my yeah, biggest that's, problem that's been... was um, what I did last when the movie came out. I reviewed that they introduced the major villain too early in the series. Someone like Ares should have came either maybe movie two, movie three, because oh, absolutely, because absolutely. the God of War is like that's your mm-hmm. arch rival. That's like someone you had to defeat, and you won't defeat the first time, which you did. I was like, oh, you sure you want to do that? Now you gotta make up villains. Like Cheetah's yeah. supposed to be someone that you sent under uh, Ares while you know, or separate, um, separate plot, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be continuous too because they're supposed to be fighting until the end of time. Uh, yeah. most Wonder Woman series. But I do like Wonder Woman as a character in the DC universe. But Agreed. I, I mean, that's why that's why there's so much hype around it. Wonder Woman is not a bad character. Wonder yeah. Woman is, is a wonderful character. The There's so much... there There's themes within Wonder Woman that I think can really stand out when you compare them to what the, what the superhero movies of the last like decade are. You know, yeah. it can be a little bit brighter it can be a little bit more hopeful but i don't know what it is these these movies are they're not good they feel half baked the characters don't feel developed 
Yeah, and... let's, let's just jump right into it. This is going to be all spoilers. So this moment on, minute yeah. 15, uh, this is going to be all spoilers. And so, so let's, just, let's just get into it. Um, okay. Well, what's your initial review? And then we'll just dive, deep dive, like, the ups and downs. Uh, there, I had way too many questions when it comes to this movie. I'm watching it, and there, I think of all the questions that I had, and it it must have been more than like a dozen as I'm going through this movie. I think only one of them got answered. Like w- there was only one kind of plot hole that was filled for me, right? Uh, the movie's way too long. It doesn't need to be that long. Uh, there's not enough of Diana in it. And yeah, yeah. Talk about like the first hour of the movie. I was like, when's the movie going right. to start? <laughs> yeah. They give you that little just... snippet with the flashback. And it felt meaningless. Then yeah. they did the whole mall scene, and that felt meaningless too. And I was very confused. Like, oh, this is kind of interesting, but they could have done this way better. I felt like the mall scene was all about kind of like kind of setting up the the 80s of it the the because the 80s was the it was the decade of excess right it was like kind of when malls became a thing throughout america it's that's why you see it in the stranger things like season three right it's a huge part of season three because you know now you're in the 80s and i guess that's what they were trying to do but they didn't do it nearly as well as remember the stranger 80s? things did like remember the 80s like no i'm not from the 80s and this, this yeah doesn't, and but, probably most people watching this yeah. don't have like connect with the 80s the, the right? i think the aesthetic of the 80s isn't as cool as the 90s for like us millennials so it's like yeah. if you give us something let's say it was like 94 all right mm-hmm. i i get it i know what's going on um it's very recent <laughs> But '84 is like mm, I, I listened to a couple music from the '80s. Yeah, that that culture was it was kept alive. I mean, consider it this way: Look, I got I have a cousin who was born in 1980. She's 40 years old now. You, how many 40 year olds do you think are enthusiastically going out and watching Wonder Woman 1984? And on top of that, it's if she was born in '80, so she was born right in the beginning. She doesn't really remember the '80s, right? So, like, we don't really remember the 90s. We remember it through through the pop culture. Stuff yeah. like watching reruns of Fresh Prince and all the sitcoms and stuff like that and, like, Full House. So she doesn't really remember the 80s like that. And she's 40. So for somebody to truly remember the 80s, they got to be even older than she is. They're busy paying mortgage. They don't know yeah. what's going on. So it's just like you got to... really care about the aesthetic, even though that's something they focus on in the movie. As you said, the mall was like the introduction to the aesthetic, how people are dressed, mm-hmm. their haircuts, their oversized right. jackets. Yeah. Shoulder pads. Shoulder, the shoulder Sleeves pads. rolled up. Yeah, man. It's like, well, the whole you fight know, scene was just all this three. Uh, I don't even, I don't personally, I don't even think she did any of that scene besides like her face shots. Because Gal Gadot is a very, very beautiful woman. Right. Yeah. And they take that to the advantage because, like, sometimes she doesn't need to act. They just have to show her face on the screen. And you're like, wow, she's mm-hmm. beautiful. And you're just distracted. Which scene are you talking about? Are you talking about the, the big action scene in the Middle East? So before or the, there, or the, like one the one mall the scene team. by itself. Oh, the mall scene. Yeah. Because I, there's a lot of, like, nonsense things. Like, you know, the little girls, like, oh, I know who you are. Then the little wink. It's like, that was just too long. <laughs> Yeah, that absolutely. And yeah, there's and also 
Wonder Woman is stopping petty crimes in in a in a mall in DC. Like that's what she's doing with her time. Is that what she's been doing for sixty years? And it's like people have this like vague idea that Wonder Woman exists, but I mean, imagine the the imagine having something like what happened at the mall with Wonder Woman coming by, and that's not a huge story because the stuff she's doing it's not as if it's just like a very talented person it's it's superhuman it's it's very clearly superhuman the way she's just like holding up a grown man by his ankle and things like that that's the first thing that comes to mind so it feels weird and also what she's been doing for 60 years man what 60 years has passed since the last movie what has she been doing (laughs) just to go back on the mall scene just remember the first uh, I guess the first WTF moment was when they went to the store and said, yeah, something in the back, let me steal it. Then they stole it. The guy just drops the gun, the woman screams gun, and everything just... Right. It's like, come on, like, re- does that really happen? If you see someone drop yeah, the gun, I... are you just going to like, ah, then everybody just ah. jumping? It's like, you started, it's not calling you on fire, but it's not like he pointed it at you, but at the same time, you're just like, well, my, my own business, you keep walking. <laughs> I couldn't. I that's couldn't what help started the whole like, domino. Wouldn't the other guys right. just kind of run away? They just stood there. And how do you know they were bad guys too? Like, did they just give bad guy off energy? It's not like they pulled their guns out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? The, the man dropped his gun. He didn't point it at anybody. So the fact that this woman yelled, "Gun!" It's just like, well, this is America. Yeah. You can kind of you can kind of safely assume that everybody has a gun. If even. In, even in New York, where New York City, where guns are not not very common, at least like outwardly, right? Like you know, they're they're there, but like outwardly, people are not. It's not an open carry state or anything like that. If somebody yeah. dropped the gun, but just simply just dropped it, like didn't point at nothing. If, if it just fell on the ground, I wouldn't yell, "Gun!" Yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's that's... like what. It, it was so that's weird that. to me because that's what started off the fight scene. And the bad guys, they were just standing there on the third floor looking. And it's like yeah. everybody knew who the criminals were. It's like, no, they, they all look different. They all have different suitcases. Just walk away. Literally just walk away. Yeah, and they're just watching the mm-hmm. whole thing happen. And I was like, oh, you can't start a movie this way. The fight scene sucks already. Yeah. You know, was one thing I hated watching the whole movie, it's like they, all the ideas, it's like, oh, Marvel did that some way, and it was better, yeah. executed better. It's and like, they did it better, and they did it better. All right, so we, we passed that scene. Then think, I think what a lot of people that commented on the movie, even before I saw it, mm-hmm. a lot of reviews came out. They were saying that right. how like Wonder Woman needed a man. And I think that kind of goes back to the whole thing. It's like she doesn't need a man. And, no, absolutely oh, not. In pretty much everything, Steve Trevor is just like someone that kind of kept her happy, right? She was already yeah. She had personality. She had focus. She I right. think by that time she already knew herself, and Steve mm-hmm. Trevor is just someone that could bring her to the the world outside of where she was born in. So right. it's like it's been sixty years since then. You've been living in society for sixty years. You have a, a good job, you know. You walk in high heels every day. I wonder how she got that job. How do you like? Do you think she went to like school for it? No, I think she just it's knows. Sixty years history. She just knows. But it's like what? Her you job. can't just pull up to the Smithsonian and just be like, "Yo, I know shit. Test me right now." And then once oh, no, they well, test you, it's just you, like, you have to get. In my opinion, I think she's. Uh, they didn't. Okay, this is weird because something. How do you like get credentialed that, for that? How do you show your credentials? 
something when like you're, that. When you grew up in like Themyscira, definitely no universities. You kind of just like have this knowledge with you. It, it's like her charisma, right? It's which is something we did not see throughout the whole movie, besides her interaction with uh, Trevor and her interaction with uh, Kristen Wiig's character. And yeah, you can say that. I I I really liked her. Her it wasn't it wasn't. Um, friendly charisma but her charisma when she uh spoke to pedro pascal yeah. i really like what was going on there like you kind of you kind of saw her in a more authoritative figure in, in a more authoritative light you know someone who yeah. like really like stands their ground doesn't really take any bullshit it's like and it's not naive i feel like at times especially in the first movie diana comes off very naive like she as if she's like 19 or something like that doesn't know how the world works because I, I guess she doesn't but i mean you go back to the you know the amazons of themiscira they didn't seem so ignorant to how how life is the way she is and that i guess part of that comes from her being so sheltered on that island but then i think there were other ways to go about it because you know it's a like choice at the end of the day in a way right well yeah she absolutely is Speaking of which, I wanted to bring this up. Did you notice, especially the fact that you watched Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman recently, did you notice the fact that the the young Diana, like when she was a kid you know, doing like those Olympic games or whatever, did you notice that she's the exact same age as the first movie? And I think like three or three years have passed since that movie came out. No, I didn't notice that. That girl's like the same age. So that leads me to believe this is just a scene that didn't make it into the first movie and then they put it into oh, the second. Oh, okay. So they already had this laying in the archive and it's like, yeah, they just, they just had it in. in the clip or whatever. Yeah, they just like, it was Where, weird. Why were we going to do that she, in the first movie? <laughs> I'm, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Because it's like, consider if, I don't know if they, what, they filmed it in the first movie just to put it in the second movie, but that shit doesn't really work like that. So, why do you have this scene? And then also, it's it's really weird considering the timeline of the first movie because she gets trained by her aunt, right? I think that's her aunt, um, Robin Wright. I think that's her aunt. But she gets trained by her aunt when she's like a teenager. But I mean, if she's doing all of this when she's like eight, nine years old, she, I mean, she she needs training, but she. The way they the way they presented in the first movie is that she doesn't know anything that's going on, but it turns out she's, she you know, maybe she got the warrior attitude, but didn't have like the the, the she's, she's the god she's the god killer. Yeah, yeah, like it's all about the that was so telegraphed experience. in the first movie. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was so telegraphed, like everything was so telegraphed, because it's like you think for like maybe like twenty minutes, it's like oh yeah, that guy that's working with uh, Doctor Poison. Like, that's going to be Aries. But then you realize so quickly, it's just like, well, no, that's way too obvious. There's some twist. Like, that's way too obvious. To be honest, I don't think, in my opinion, that, like, the average viewer that doesn't know anything about Wonder Woman would, will look for, like, who Aries is. Because I wasn't thinking about that because I knew mm -hmm. that they are introducing that character, but yeah. I thought it would be, like, the minions. Right, like the the people that he sent out just to like to mess up with World War One, and that was kind of the problem yeah. I had in the first movie. Like World War One is, like Captain America did World War Two, and yeah. that was cool, right? But this, but this is World War One. It's like oh man, it's like the Great War to them. It's like it's a bit dark, 
boring. Like, war. I'm not too yeah. crazy on war movies, anyways. But I thought it wasn't that great either. Um, World but, War One doesn't doesn't sit on the on the movie. public consciousness, at least yeah. in the in the like um in like the American public consciousness. But, but DC and, did do a war World War One movie yeah. when they went back in time. I think that was the whole arc. Which one are you talking about? Um, in terms of DC, did have a whole arc where the Justice League went back in time to World War One, or if either they just had the Justice League in World War One. And how they help the war, you know, help America and stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, I think that's why they did. It's not. To, it's not yet. One. It's it's odd. I, I, the, the, you saw what the original idea was, right? You know, what was it eighteen fifty four? The Crimean War, which is like this whole other thing. The the yeah, the Wonder Woman Zach that could have been. Um, the tweet. The the picture came out, and it was uh, given that the idea was she came into the um the world much earlier. But she was mm-hmm. more revengeful to fight Ares. Yeah. So she was just like this slaughtering through war for like a hundred years before she meets Steve Trevor, who changes her idea on humanity, which is a better story. <laughs> In retrospect. I think it could have been a better I think it could have been a better series, especially because if you had if you didn't introduce Steve Trevor until the the second movie, which is it's it's tempting to put him in right away just because it, you know, I feel like every Hollywood movie, especially blockbusters, you need some love story in there somewhere, and it's tempting not to. But if you made the first movie just about Diana and then her, like, pre-being all about love and peace, and and then you bring in Steve Trevor in the second movie, and then you, you actually soften her up and you, you humanize her in a way, that would have been, been a beautiful story. Me. Uh, from Arrow season one and two, when they were introducing Arrow, um, the CW Eleven TV show, which is also yeah. connected to DC, in the first two seasons, this character killed, like he came off the island, found like right, he found I think he was missing for seven years, came back, yeah, killed pretty much everybody connected to his father's death. Then by season three, he's changed his character as someone that's like no killing, no killing, and mm-hmm. every person mm-hmm. who got under him is like rule number one, no killing. And that's yep. what kind of shifted the rest of the series because it became more of like Batman. Um, right. And this one, you kind of hoped it would be the same thing because of how Batman and Superman was because we got that Batman that killed people. Even if they didn't show it, he did a lot of, he did a lot of like atrocious acts <laughs> that made you think that he killed people. Um, yeah. Superman didn't kill people. So, okay, so they're just trying to bring this, like, this whole superhero-esque to it that Marvel had mm-hmm. like never really went over it's just like no we saved the day and that's it it's never right yeah they don't they don't they don't acknowledge that lives are lost until maybe maybe civil war civil war is when everything caught up with them it's like hey we've done a lot of bullshit these past uh 15 years right exactly yeah so running amok one of the things that i hated so much was kristen wick's character i like kristen wig a lot you know big snl fan she carried yeah. Pretty much anything in SNL, she's very diverse. In we character. we stand we stand Kristen Wiig in this house. It's true, and I I think she's hilarious too. But she's wonderful. I'm not too crazy of the being very nerdy, very clumsy, very I don't know smart too. But everybody kind of just like pushing you down. I understand it's '84, so they're kind of creating this disparity between a woman in the workplace. 
It's like, right, right. I understand yeah. that, but you're using this very used nerd character and this nerd trope to build her to someone more confident in the future. It's so, it's so cliche, especially you still in do it, but superhero not, movies. Exactly. It's constant throughout superhero movies. I think I saw a thread yeah. on Twitter. It's like my most recent uh, memory is with Jamie Foxx in right. Amazing Spider-Man 2 when he's playing Electro. He was just mm-hmm. out, outwardly, awkwardly nerdy. Like, come on, like, yep. you have Jamie Foxx here, like, make him charismatic early, then, you know, Electro will be more interesting. No, it's like, oh, I trusted you, Spider-Man. Nah, I hate you. Yeah. Like, quickly, too, it was bad. <laughs> but Christian oh. Wick's character is like, I want to keep the confidence, this newfound confidence I have of myself, I want to keep it. So I'm not, yeah, before we get into the wishes, the nonsense of the right. wishes. So, and then we have Pedro Pascal's character, who by far, like, I saw someone say he was overacting. It's like not only overacting, but he was doing really good at it too. It yeah, it's true. There was there was overacting. Car salesman. I I think that's what it was, right? It was the it was the car salesman aspect to it, and I, I've I've seen some some analysis that compares him to to Donald Trump of of the eighties, like the like the art of the deal, Donald Trump, and kind of this idea of this televangelist like on-screen personality who's promising you riches if you just do it some way so there's there's a there's a natural campiness to the character that i think it like it's not pedro pascal overacting because he he he's not a good actor it's because i think that's what the uh, that's what max lord calls for that's what the character calls for just by virtue of who he is you know and he was introduced on the TV, and you kind of just go on with it. Then the character meets up with Kristen Wiig after, I think, the the museum acquired a piece, an uh, ancient piece. And the story right. goes on. It's like, it could give you any wish. And it was pretty simple. You just t- say the wish, and it's just bada-bing. So the whole coffee right. scene, I thought, it's like, oh, this is the first joke in the entire movie. All right, cool. Yeah. I thought it was but pretty was, good. I thought that was well executed. I thought it was awkward, though. I thought it was very, very really? awkward. Yeah, because well of Gal Gadot. You know, it's like her character acting with, like, even the, well, it's like NPC characters, like characters that never come back up. It just felt right. awkward as hell. And it's like, oh, I wish I had a new coffee. And, like, that whole scene, I'm just nitpicking right now. It's just that whole oh. scene kind of, like, poked, it just poked out. It's like, oh, this is awkward as hell. It's like this could this whole scene could have went a little bit better. They should have just like redid the whole scene, or hired a comedian or something. It's like I was just having. He a is a comedian. Hey, lucky. He day. is a comedian. Oh, he is a comedian, right? Oh man. Yeah, I like, forget. I forget what his name is. I, yeah. Honestly, it's probably gonna be hard as hell to find him. Yeah, but he's a comedian. The, the the guy's got decent comedic timing. Yeah, I like him and all the other stuff. Everything that he's around him didn't work to his part. It's like okay, all right. Maybe this uh, movie. When I saw that part, this is like still early in the film. It's like maybe this part, this movie doesn't want to be charismatic or funny. Maybe it's just want to be focused. All right, whatever. Uh, the whole. I thing. think that can't possibly be true. <laughs> As a writer, they tried to make this. They tried to make this movie loud, like loud, like the '80s, like vibrant, all about excess. Um, the whole idea of Max Lord, you know, he's kind of like the personification of what the what the essence of the movie is do you remember his catchphrase? life is better life is better or, or, or like life is good but it can be better it was like yeah that, that's what the whole movie is I actually you know, love it's that all about thing. It's more and more and more and he kept doing it it's like you know you're supposed to do it every no not gonna front you should have done it every single time it's it, mad good yeah it was perfect honestly every time he did it like like i got it 
Like yeah. when Kristen Wiig was going crazy, it was like, oh my god, like he's doing the thing. It's like, yeah, I get it. Like that's actually like that's really fun. That's really dope. Yeah, I was like, all right, Gal Gadot was just not, not see. I actually like when Gal Gadot's just like not interested in that because it's like she just doesn't yeah. care. As you said, she's she's showing her authority. It's like, why are you here in the first place? Donating money? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, no. She yeah, that's kind of sus. Kristen, Kristen Wiig, um, character. Um, Kristen Wiig yeah. showing their character by helping the homeless man in Central Park, then uh, getting uh, sexually right. assaulted, then Wonder Woman just comes and save her. Dinah comes and save her. And that's what kind mm-hmm. of depicts the characters. Like, I won't be strong just like Diana, which I yeah. thought was pretty good. Um, what, it's what good. They, mo- it's good motivation. Good, good motivation for the character to wish. Like, I wish I was strong like Diana, and that was kind of her wish. Then she was becoming more confident, could walk in heels. You know, the whole thing with walking in heels. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Then uh, she just gets more confident as a character, and that's kind of the her character arc throughout the series. On wanting yeah. to be like Diana and liked in the office, and everybody's liking her and stuff. Then Diana, yeah. I mean, eventually, eventually, it's working. But she's becoming more arrogant, more, more comfortable in her shoes, I guess. Oh, I didn't even realize what I did there. She's more comfortable yeah, in her heels. In her heels, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she could jump. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I thought it was like, all right, this is this 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 makes sense. But um, Diana, her her wish is like, I wish Trevor was back. And that's kind of what a lot of people was really confused about. Is this, I don't understand the mechanics of that. It's 60 years. There's, there's so much about the wish stone or the, the dream stone that I don't understand. I, and one of them is, why is Trevor brought back in another man's body? Why is another man My punished? question is, she never said the wish. No, it just it feel it feels what your wish is. It feels what your I wish guess. is. Is that how it I works? I guess. Is that what I the mean? Guy I did? guess you, you put your hand on him. It's like what do you wish for, and you ask for a, a, a Ferrari. It's like deep down you want. A Ferrari. Damn, I guess yeah, yeah, because he had yeah Pedro Pascal. He always made the the people like explicitly say it, and he didn't but, want to touch them until they said the, like the right thing too. Right. Like what do you really want? I don't. And they never really wanted it because like. This I guess this thing should be able to read your heart the way it did with Diana. But these people yeah. were just like they were being they were being coerced into saying these things. Did they truly in their heart want Pedro Pascal to have a Ferrari? Yeah. To have no traffic? Like Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. So much so many ideas. Maybe this maybe the traffic baked. part was a little bit in your heart and you know, someone that drives all the time. It's like if you could have no traffic. I mean I guess but it's just for like, the moment don't you like deep yeah. down in your heart. Yeah, I, like the rules was weird. It's like, is it the heart at the moment or deep down in your heart? Because she was struck, like, she needed whatever tro- um, Trevor was giving her 60 years ago back in 84. Yeah, I guess. So for him to come back in another person's body, I thought was lame. I thought he'll come back eternally. Right. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Was it just to give him a place to be like for a place for them to go back to like i don't understand what the reasoning behind him having to occupy somebody else's body that doesn't that didn't make sense to me and then also what i'm i'm just thinking is it is it like was this just a vehicle to have that classic 80s like wardrobe montage thing which is by the way one of my favorite parts of the entire movie do you remember that part well, see, where, once they introduced his doing... character, he, he's just like he just took over the movie, and everything that's he said was saying. hilarious. That's what I'm saying. 
the, especially especially that montage. I'm watching it and I'm at like I have I'm genuine laughs, and I'm that's like the one part where I'm genuinely enjoying the movie. I was just like, he's so Chris Pine is so good. He was so good in the first one. He's yeah. incredible in this in the second one. He's got and he just takes series, over the movie. Like when he did Star Trek. Like I know people hated Star Trek, but Star they love the first one. They no, they, they love just, the first one. Yeah, they loved the first one, hated the second, mm-hmm. loved the third, but by then, uh newer right. fans like me uh didn't want I saw the third one, I enjoyed it, but the mm-hmm. other fans did not see the third one. It's like, oh, it was produced by the Fast and Furious and I'm not interested anymore. But that was the most yeah. Star Trek one out of all of them. So for the him third one. Um Chris what's his name? Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Pine is great. And he's wonderful in both once, of these movies. Once his character came in, it was so awkward too. He's just like, how did he know where Diana was? But he tells, like, Diana. It's like, then he said something, she, and then she turned around. Dude, you got to hand wave all that away. Just like, if you ever have any questions, just, yeah. See, that's not, like, I don't accept, I'm a huge Star Wars buff. I don't even accept that for Star Wars. You can't just hand it, like, just put it in your face and just continue walking with it. It's like, no, I'm going to go back to it because this is a series. We're expecting a third movie, right? We're expecting right. more movies connected to this. Because the next movie, I think it's uh, well, Justice League is gonna come back. Then they're mm-hmm. gonna focus on the Flash. Flashpoint. Yep. Flashpoint, but it's like you're doing Flashpoint so early. That means like you just want to retcon the whole series. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is Flashpoint like the first, the first Flash movie? But also, I I I think it comes a, a part of that decision is that DC is. I feel like there's this thing about DC that it still feels new, that it still feels like what Marvel did before Avengers 1, right? Because after Avengers 1, it felt like, oh, Marvel has built their world, and now they're just developing it. Whereas DC, the DCEU, it feels like they're still they're still building up that world. But we're many, many years in. We're many, many years in. Yeah, they're wasting a lot of money. They're like two, three we're billion many, dollars many in, in, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're three billion dollars in. Aqu- no classics. Aquaman. No classics. Aqu- no classics. No <laughs> classics. Aquaman made some good money. Yeah. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman, the first one, made some good money. This one would have probably made just about the same as the first one did because. The like there was a there was a big backlash to it in terms of this movie is not good. But I didn't think it was any worse, or I didn't think it was plagued by any new issues that the first one wasn't. I thought all the all the problems from the first one were in the second movie, including some like political aspects about like Gal Gadot and you know stuff like that, like yeah. her, like the whole the whole uh, in Egypt real life. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like the oh, yeah, like yeah. the whole like saving like arab children i mean i thought that was awkward. given given gal gadot's history of being in the idf and her being you know like she is israeli is it the best thing to do to have her saving arab children like middle eastern children in this movie because that's a decision that they made that is not something that needed to happen Somebody yeah. actively went, you should save two Arab children in this movie from Arabs. Yeah. Like, what? Why, what's, why'd you put that in there? With all what's going why'd on. You, <laughs> that scene was 
garbage for a lot of reasons. And Before that was we one get there, let's go to my man Pedro Pascal's wish, which was a good wish to become the stone because it was just yeah, becomes a plot fun. device. Like this is the plot device. Right. Remove 100%. the plot device and be the plot device. <laughs> right. So I thought that was yeah, a good wish. There's like there's a there's a word for it. It's a it's a it's a MacGuffin. So mm-hmm. it's it's well it's like a couple. Is it the MacGuffin at like, that point? I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause that's what everybody's MacGuffin. chasing, right? Everybody's yeah. chasing the MacGuffin. There's like because pretty much Diana's whole the whole thing for two thirds of the movie is where where is the Dreamstone? Where's the Dreamstone? We got to find it, and they're going all around, you know, looking for it. So it is the MacGuffin, but it's also the Deus Ex Machina. Yeah. Like you know, you're you're Never aware what the Deus Ex Machina. The... No, no, I'm not. It has oh, it has. I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with the Ex Machina movie. The okay, Deus Ex okay. Machina, from my understanding of it, is this plot device where it's just like the. You know what? The best way I can describe it is, um, damn, what is that guy's name in the in the Last Jedi? What is that actor's name? How am I forgetting it? Driver, Adam Driver. Huh. No, he looks just like Brad Pitt. What is it? I know this. I know this actor. <laughs> he looks oh my like god. Brad I'm Pitt. You're blanking out here. Yeah, he I'm gonna like I'm gonna Brad, find him. Brad Pitt. It's not a lot of No, Brad he looks Pitt, like, like a he looks like a he looks like an ethnic Brad Pitt. That's that's the best way I can put it. It's not a lot of Brad Pitt types out there, really. One in the oh he's rough in the diamond. Um Benicio del Toro. Benicio okay. del Toro. He oh, plays DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That is what a Deus Ex Machina is. Some like a uh, something in the movie. Sometimes it's a person that, for some reason, can solve any problem that you have at any time. It just solves everything, right? Oh. And it like it kind of felt like Captain Captain Marvel was that in um in Endgame, where she just came in, just wrecked everything. It's just like oh, like the the Avengers, they're getting smoked. So what are you gonna do? Bring in the all powerful Captain Marvel, but like. DJ, the DJ character in The Last Jedi is an even worse example of that. For some reason, he was just always had the right thing at the right time, and he was neither a good guy nor a bad guy. He just, he just was just, just to move the story just along. A generic character, right? Exactly. So I felt like the yeah. this 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 Dreamstone and and Pedro Pascal or Max Lord becoming the dreamstone it just felt like like anything could happen because by virtue of him being able to grant anything like there was nothing that you actually had to build towards it was just hey don't you wish this thing and then it just happens you know Thank you didn't you. actually have to be clever in trying to move anything along it's just like he just goes to somebody and he's just like don't you wish and they're like they're coerced into making this wish, and then suddenly, you know, no traffic. I don't know and why the kind of lose, and you kind of lose something out of it too, which is like this kind of um, Lucifer type thing. What's your deepest desire? I could grant it to you, but out of return, you have to give me something. I thought they'll kind yeah. of dig into that part a little bit more. He only used that part when they only focus on it when he needed something from them. Like, when he did go to Egypt, and he's like, all right, give me all your oil, and I'll just give yeah. you the land the way you want it. And just, like, something splits. The the whole town is separated from the water supply. I'm like, what's good? Like, and he's like, I'm going to take your guards, too. And he just walks away. 
Right. So. And he just he just gets to like he just gets to like say it like he just gets to decide it. But then also there's a the whole thing of the the dreamstone of by virtue of being the dreamstone it's affecting him in some way so like it's affecting his health sources. but it's just yeah. like but is i mean is that what's going on because he's just like he just kind of has like this like headache and then he looks as the movie goes on he looks more and more nuts and then eventually he's like taking people's health and i don't know I'm, I, I didn't think that was all that i it wasn't that i don't think that it was um it was a good idea for him to become the Dreamstone. I just don't think it was well done, especially in the in the middle, like when he's like going to Egypt and he's going to the and he's having these meetings with these people and the rate to which his company is growing, you know, like it's and just, the government there's a lot of things that don't make him, sense. And he ends yeah, up being like the president. It's like who is this movie built for? Who is this character built for? Because is it a deranged lunatic? Is this what you're creating? Right, this because yeah. it's not like a newer episode, right? It's not like <clears throat> in terms of Avengers Four, right? That was an event that shifted how the rest of the series was going to go because the event right. went so badly, so it was created like multiple like villain characters from there, from yeah. that one event. But this, like this, like this messed up a lot of could have or did mess up a lot of people's lives, but they didn't even answer that Absolutely. in the movie. Oh, um, so no, they would, and I have a good feeling that they probably won't because i mean yeah. so you saw that whole thing the, the that tweet out there is just like uh, which i didn't get until i watched the movie it was just like so does this mean that bruce wayne wished for his parents back and then he lost his parents yeah <laughs> it was well, shit like that yeah shit like that bro because you had to because the whole thing what i thought was even worse right it's not like kill this character and everything will go back to normal. It was more like, or touch this character and kind of repent yeah. your wish. It's like you can repent your wish whenever you want. And I thought that was terrible. It's like you could, like, whenever you want, saying that you no longer wants this wish and you're reverted oh, back yeah. to Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? I thought that was... Deus Ex Machina. It's just the the answers are too easy in this movie. The The, the developments are too easy to get to there is just like the characters that are not deep like they're very shallow characters and that's so are the events that happen in this movie like steve coming back which like i don't know if he came back because it was like that was the plan all along or if it was just understood that he was the best part of the first movie so they had to bring him back for the second movie. And now I wonder if they're going to try to bring him back for the third movie. No, they can't. Just to have Chris Pine back. Who knows? You say they can't, but who knows? What, they're going to bring someone that looks just like him, has the same quirks, but a, another person? Man, you know what? I didn't even think of that. That's genius. That's exactly what's going to happen. No, they the, can't the, do that. It's, it's, it's not going to be Steve Trevor. I'm not saying it's actually genius. I'm saying that that's probably what's going to happen. Gonna, someone it's that gets like, off the same like, energy. Steve, yeah. Yeah, it's just like she like bumps into him like to be honest, somewhere. She doesn't even need a love interest at this point because you already she killed doesn't. him off. Unless you're gonna make a brand new one, because I think Steve Trevor is like the most consistent one. It's like the Mary Jane, right? Yeah, series. yeah. So, mm-hmm. that, I mean, there's the whole thing with Batman and Justice League, but the whole thing I mean, with who, Superman in the new in New Fifty Two, which people hate. Right. 
and I hated because it was not interesting. It was also in the anim- uh, the animation <laughs> movie. But you already have um, mm-hmm. Lois Lane with Superman in this series. Yep. Martha. Which who knows? Who knows if the the I feel like the whole Man of Steel universe could be like retconned. Because I mean I don't. It doesn't look like Henry Cavill's coming back. That could change. But yeah, as of right now, playing, it doesn't look like he's, he's playing back. a better role on Netflix. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you can do multiple series at once. It, he seems like a a franchise guy, like somebody who's just gonna, like Mission Impossible, The Witcher. Like he's just, one thing about Henry Cavill, he's gonna get his check, he's gonna get his bag. I think and so he does. Too. Yeah. So, so that this whole movie is just a plot device that everybody's chasing because they are able to. Gain what they the want. The MacGuffin. So, yep. in the first, maybe one-third of the movie, I don't really remember it. Nothing really memorable until tre- uh, Trevor, until Chris Pine's character comes in. Then the, the whole yeah. movie shifts to a, a little funny romantic comedy where you have someone right. just, wow, what is this? Teach me everything. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that an airplane? That's insane. And I thought that was fun. Yeah, that was, yeah I guess. <laughs> Then you kind of move also on. Diana yeah. being the pure like the pure person that she is doesn't think that it's pretty morally corrupt to just kind of take this man's life away to like not even look into it like hey Steve's back that's great but to not consider oh there was like this whole other human being that we basically erased from the world yeah to get you back here yeah like th- not, that's, like care. that didn't even cross her mind I don't think anybody would care personally. <laughs> Rip. But that's the and, thing about, and that's the thing the thing is, about Wonder Woman. She's she's better than all of us. Diana yeah. Prince is is better than us. I might not care. I, Diana it's Prince weird that care. they're using these kind type of moments to saying like she's growing from them, where those moments aren't really something huge to grow from. It's not they're like not, she they're ran not growth opportunities. Killing yeah. people, then turning around saying no more killing people. Like that's just drastic in terms of superhero movies and, and comic right. books. But this is like. Oh, my loved one came back. He's gone. Well, time to move on. Like, oh, yeah? 60 years? All right. Yeah, I don't get what her growth is in this movie other than I'm going to move on. Well, if you remember the first part of the movie when, you know, she kind of did the shortcut and, like, you're just not ready, I think they were just trying to uh, connect that moment to the end of the film, right? They were just trying to... You know, in the most eighties movies, where they sh- they give you the moral of the story in the beginning of the mo- of the the movie or to the TV show or whatever, then by the end of it, they mm-hmm. bring back that moral of the story because you're continuously yeah. learning in all aspects of life. So I think that's what they right, wanted right, to right. do with her with the whole Trevor thing. It's like it like you will have to let go in order to grow. And of course, it wasn't done well, and like it's there, it yeah. makes sense, it sucks. Um, right. let's talk about the, the, uh, the scene, um, in Egypt when she was chasing, uh, Pedro Pascal's character. One second. Before yeah. we get to that, we don't even need to talk that much about this, but I just need to get this off. The scene where Steve, where they have to get to Egypt, right? They steal a plane in order to get to Egypt. Yeah. Right. So I, I guess it works because we're working our way to Egypt. That I hated that whole sequence, getting Chris, like getting Chris Pine into a jet, like uh, Steve Trevor into a jet. I hated everything about that. 
how does Diana have access to this? Like, she just, like, like, she just taps in and apparently has access to, like, all these planes. What are her credentials for her to be, a- to, to be able to access this, this plane, right? And Steve, uh, Steve Trevor wants to fly a plane. Bro, it's been 60 years since you flew a plane. Aviation has come so far. You flew one of like the first planes, basically, and now you're just trying to fi- like the first fly like fly this modern jet. Planes. Yeah, yeah, like, and now you're trying to now you're trying to fly this like 1980s jet. Like, what? That's not gonna work either. And then also, can you fly through fireworks? Is that possible? No, it's not. Is it's that funny possible? because okay, this is hilarious because um, I was watching this movie with my girlfriend and. She actually sells fireworks back home. So okay. she, when she saw that scene, it's like, this scene is beautiful, but you cannot do this. You cannot really fly That's what I'm fireworks. Thinking. They're, they're explosions. <laughs> yeah. They're explosions. Yeah. The scene was beautiful. All right. That's very interesting. You brought it up the scene. I almost forgot. It was gorgeous. Because right, you're watching exactly. that in a movie theater. You know, imagine, you know, we went to it would have been incredible. Adobe movie it would have been incredible. With the laser projector. It's like, wow, this is mm-hmm. bright and cool and sounds great. Yeah. The colors are absolutely gorgeous. Like, it, they were great on my TV. I can only imagine yeah. what they would be like in a movie theater, especially if you're on a date. Like, it's, who is this movie? It's, it's who truly is this like scene it's a romantic. For it, the whole movie is shifting scenes because it's not about beautiful scenes, but. I digress. It, I mean, that is. I guess it's all about. It's them. an invisible I don't jet. Know. Maybe this is what they wanted with the invisible jet to develop to develop the invisible jet. Yeah, and then also her saying is just like, "Oh, I've never done this before. Well, I did it once and it failed, and now I'm gonna turn a jet invisible." It's just like, "Yo, come on, man." It's just like that was. <laughs> there's quick. a lot of things. It's not like she <laughs> tried to do it earlier in the in the show. It's not. It's not like she could turn herself invisible. Where she could beat up a bad guy, right? They didn't work towards it. It was just like, well, my father Zeus made Themyscira invisible, and now I'm gonna see if I can do it. There's, there's a lot of other points in that movie, like uh, when she talks about the armor, where it's kind of just like, because there has been a time skip of sixty years from the first movie to the second movie, they're just like, oh, we can just kind of like do things and just say that oh yeah i did it during the 60 years that you didn't see like the golden armor or like yeah something like oh like i kind of turned something invisible once that you never saw on camera and now i did it badly but now i'm going to turn an entire jet invisible and also invisibility should not work with the radar that is not how radar works i was thinking of the same thing too maybe it's a That's different type works. of invisibility where you're just disconnecting yourself, like maybe it's like you're cutting a piece of fabric and just like replacing it underneath something where you can no longer see it. Maybe that's kind of like this is me trying to speak for the film. Maybe that's what they wanted right. this invisibility power to be. Something that replaces I mean, or and just makes things invisible. I don't know. Camouflage. But like right. No longer, it, no but it's there. not just camouflage because I can't because. Because that's not how radar works. Like, you, no, you know how radar you're works. You're blocking like, it, like, the radar signal, signal out. You can't, it's like it bounces into the invisible shield, whatever it is. Right. I'm, I'm just... And what? It like goes up. Right, exactly. We're just, you have to make excuses for this movie. But that whole scene, it, it's incredibly irresponsible for Diana <laughs> to let Steve Trevor. It's just, it's just like he was like, yo, I want to fly a plane. She was like, yeah, that's cool. Not considering that there is 60 years of 
aviation innovation See, that if this he was done in the TV completely... show. He would have taken a like a little fun aviation class, but he will pick up so quickly. It's like, oh, right, because he's a natural. Because he's a natural. So you exactly. know, exactly. If it was and a TV show, they would do the whole episode. Then later they do Absolutely. that scene, <laughs> but they don't have time. This movie's already too damn long, two hours and thirty minutes. You really wasted the first hour doing nothing. So, so don't even put that in, or just, yeah. I don't know, man. It's just they, my, they shouldn't have been on that plane. <laughs> also, those type of planes, you cannot you can't fly those planes across the world. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not a. I don't think that's a plane made for a transatlantic flight. Like yeah. I, I don't think so. That's the first thing I thought about. It's like no, you, these planes, like they're bigger planes for this type of thing. You know. Yeah. You yeah. No to way land that somewhere. that plane had had enough fuel. Yeah, to get all the way, all the way to Egypt. And most planes aren't filled up before they're getting ready to go. They mostly get filled up maybe two hours before they're ready to fly off, anyways. But I digress. So the Egypt scene was one of the scenes that kind of started off everybody's like either hype or ready for like oh disappointment for the one moment eighty four yeah. series because they had to release that on Twitter just to get people like to talk about it a mm-hmm. little bit more before it comes out on HBO Max. And uh, I think they should have done that with the mall scene. I think they should have released the entire no, the, the mall scene. scene would have been terrible. I would have really hated it. Was the mall more. scene? Was the mall scene worse? Worse than the Egypt chase scene? Which one was worse? You can't compare atrocities. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> That's they're both up. That's bad up. in their own way because the mall scene is bad because of how the people surrounded acted that's how i feel i think like even the bad guys didn't do anything they just were uh you know just frozen right exactly waiting for you can think of them as extras right then you can just think of them as extras like a cartoon you know when i was watching that scene it kind of reminds me of uh kingdom Hearts 3 when they went to toy story and just like these characters just look so cartoony you punch them and just fly off (laughs) i don't know why but that's the first thing i thought about because i really hate that video game um but i was like this this sucks and then the all oh, right, let's man. talk about the the Egypt scene. All right, it's all yeah. about the running for me, right? Running and high yeah, the heels running, the running probably, mechanics. Running in high heels is is a skill within itself, as you can see on Twitter. Of course, on uh, on Twitter, just like the the ability to do it, it's you got to practice. Um, yeah, she 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 fights in hedges. I thought I saw someone make a comment about that. It's like oh, she fights wedges, in hedges. wedges, wedges, yeah, yeah. wedges, and it's like that's that, that's insane. Oh. That's yeah. That's messed up. I don't know why they put her in wedges. It's not like it's not like Gal Gadot needs to be taller. She's, yeah. she's a very tall woman, <laughs> and oh. there's no reason for her to be in wedges. And the running scene is kind of what pissed me off because the music was fine. I'm not mad. I was never mad about the Wonder Woman music. I just feel like, oh, if you're using like electric, maybe you should hire like I don't know, like a, a producer. It sounds exactly like the. It sounds so similar to the song that was in, um, man, it's like a, it's like an '80s rock song that was in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What is it's an AC/DC song, right? I think so. It kind of shows that we don't listen to rock music from the '80s. <laughs> no, we're we're not we're not rock people. No, we just listen to Tame Impala. All right. <laughs> Oh, the closest thing I listen to that kind of rock is um, got Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet. Oh, yikes. that's it. Yikes! What you don't like Greta Van Fleet? Yikes! That that has okay, a whole right. thing. It's like 
if you're talking about being <laughs> a, a industry plant, that's the number one industry plant of all time. Okay. Oh, I'll I'll a hundred percent. I'll agree with you there. But I mean, industry plants make some good music. Let's put a lot of money in these kids that stole the entire sound of a generation. Sure, which is not yeah, terrible. But they do they do it well. They do sure. it well. When when you ask the old people how this sounds, like oh, this sounds garbage, right? I seen every I read you, every review. Really? I read every review of those kids. Man. Old people think old people think it sounds garbage. Y- yes, yes. Yes. That's insane. That's, That's the only review I was looking for. I wasn't looking for a new age review. All right, <laughs> this kind of bounced back. Oh. Led Zeppelin. That's that's what it was. Led Zeppelin. All right. Led Zeppelin. Yeah, great. it was. Yep, it was the uh, immigrant song gotcha. from Led Zeppelin. So that whole uh, scene, the whole fight scene, what got to me, what stuck out was the running scene because my favorite scene of the whole Marvel, one of my favorite scenes of the whole Marvel series is the running scene with Captain America, Black Panther, and Bucky. When Bucky is just driving in the highway and Captain America and Black Panther just like jetting it on the highway, just running, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this is how like a natural human will run really, really fast will look like. Yeah, right. So when she's doing it, it looks awkward. It looks like her feet isn't touching the ground. It's like it's like every they... time too. It's not just this one scene. You're right. Yeah. Every single time she's running really fast, it looks terrible. The mechanics of it make no sense. There's no weight to it. Like, yeah, it's weird, man. I don't get what it is. I, yeah, I wasn't sure either because I have to go back. All right, all right, I watched the movie and went back to YouTube, watched that one scene. Keep going back. It's like maybe it's just like the angle of the camera. It was just swooping really quickly while. But it's also, it's probably mostly CGI because it doesn't look like it. There's, okay, so there's the whole, yeah, she looks awkward. CGI. Yeah. And then also, if if you look at Marvel, I I don't want to say that it's easy to to film a running scene, especially when it's like a superhuman running scene, right? It's it's definitely not easy. There's a lot of like camera tricks that you have to do, but it's not like Marvel only did it well once, right? Look at look at Endgame. You know when all of the all of the the, the superheroes make it to um, the Avengers compound, mm-hmm. right? And then they finally they, they have that scene where the two armies are are running towards each other. Can you like yeah. visualize that in your head when literally every single superhero is running full speed mm-hmm. towards Thanos's army? They, you have a crowd of a thousand people. Maybe it's by virtue of the fact that there's a lot of them, but it doesn't look awkward there either. And then you can see like each individual one like when they start like zooming out, you see. Like Black Panther and Mbaku and and you know Captain America and they're running and it looks like how somebody that's running really fast would run. Yeah, it looks so awkward every single time Gal Gadot Even is Infinity running War, in this series. Um, yeah, when they went to um, I forgot Black Panther's uh, area. Wakanda. To do the, Wakanda. When they went to Wakanda and they man, what's wrong with you? Wakanda forever. Yeah, R.I.P. Yes, for... How do you forget that? I have I I've only Terrible. watched the movie once. <laughs> really? I only I watched, watched the movie once. No, um, I, I'm not afraid. It's of what that. it like. It's it's all 2018 was about. It was all about Wakanda. And I, I it's one of those movies like when you watch it and you discuss it so many times, you remember the movie. Like there's only a couple yeah. movies that I remember the first time that I don't have to watch the second or third. Like uh, Last Jedi. And the recent Star Wars movie, like I seen that Days uh, Days of Future Past, Days of Future Past. That's like the last good X Men movie. So it's like yep. I remember it, 
but I watch rewatch it because it's a good movie. It's like entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this movie's like I don't think I'm ever gonna watch eighty four because the whole I don't uh, think I'll ever want to watch this movie again. Because in Infinity War, to go back to the like the running scene when they were mm-hmm. running in the front out of nowhere, you see Captain and the Black Panther just like speeding up because they're naturally yeah. faster than everybody else. So they uh-huh. just boop, boop, exactly. boop, boop, done. It's like all right, so you could yep. film this scene. I think all I think running scenes are really dope in general, done well. Yeah, and this was done. Agreed. Bad, so bad. I was like, you could have called somebody <laughs> that said, "Hey, how do you make this running scene work?" Because we're gonna make her run. She can't fly yet, which is fine because she flies in the end of the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. They want they want to introduce that, and also she's losing her power. So it's like she can't fly yet. How do we make this scene look dope? Because she's fighting tanks, and tanks are just all right. Talking about the tank, how did they flip the tank? How did she flip the tank? I didn't understand. Oh, that. oh, um. So, I'm not a car guy, but you know there is this. Um, especially you'll you'll see it in trucks. There's this pipe that runs um, that runs right under right under the the truck. And what she did was she popped it down, and it basically javelined or not javelined, but what's the like it like pole vaulted the the truck because the pole the the pole like came down or the pipe it came down like this and mm-hmm. it stuck into the ground. And then basically, like, you could just imagine, like, the physics of it. It's stuck into the ground. The car couldn't go anywhere, so it just... Is that how it works? It just flipped. In real life? Is it... Is that the physics? I mean, that would happen. No, that's what... a lot that, of pressure that's, that's... that would just flip over? Well, yeah, because, I mean, this thing... I feel like in real life, it might actually just, like, keep dragging along. Like, I don't think it would actually, like, flip the car. But I think something about it, like, it actually just hit the cement so hard that it stopped the truck and basically the the momentum flipped it over that's something that made sense to me that i i, I kind of understood that okay 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah i thought the lame parts were her just like pushing the cars around like it was nothing sucked so yeah, i was like was all right at the you know the whole thing with the the lasso catching a bullet with it it's like no but the gauntlets are that's right the there. part that's the part the where she caught right the bullet there. I was like, no, no, like she's supposed to, you know, that's her whole, th- one of her th- things. She could block yeah. bullets with, with, with her uh, bracelets. Because I thought, all right, this is the perfect opportunity to do it. Did she not want to do it? Or they just thought, like, yeah. oh, it would be cool for a lasso to do it. It's like, no, it was done mm-hmm. disgusting. It was disgusting, man. So, um, you know what was to- wild? The, um, when the bullet was coming at Steve Trevor and the car, mm-hmm. um, how he tried to dodge it. Like he tried to swerve away, yeah, from the bullet. Yeah, like it would see a bullet coming at you. He would maybe I don't know, man. Maybe you got Why would you swerve away? There is no way that you can swerve away. <laughs> that death perception, when the, bro. I don't know if if it's because of, maybe it's because of the lasso. Like who knows? Like because the lasso was coming towards him. Yeah, and also the the weird mechanics of her jumping out of the car and running towards the tanks. Yeah, how could and then she like kind of stri- yeah undressed, everything was right under. Yeah, there's just like the weird mechanics of that, and the the whole scene it just it just didn't work. Like the whole, like the the brakes still work thing, like that line, like awful. The like pushing the cars around, awful, and then the. Just shoehorning in those Arab children in there, which I yeah. didn't think was necessary. And they, they got should hurt. not have done that. 
when she tried to jump. <laughs> so all this happens. Um, Pedro Pascal dips. You know, he gets away with it. You know, um, meets the president. He gets the president to do nuclear war when Russia is ready to do nuclear war. Then he was told, like, oh, we have a satellite that could be projected to every TV in the world. So he says, get me there. So he goes there in order to kind of uh, put his wishes amongst every person on the world so he could gain more mortality. That's probably that's right. how I look at it. Immortality. I, yeah, immortality. And right. I thought everything from there was just like, okay, this is... Uh, they're pushing it. This completely is completely nonsensical. Completely nonsensical. Her fight with Cheetah was all right. She's gonna do a fight with Cheetah. It happened. Cheetah becoming Cheetah. Cheetah becoming Cheetah. That's Cheetah another problem. Cheetah becoming Cheetah because you know she work. She wearing the the whole leopard outfit and. Stuff. Yeah, but it's just like oh, also we completely forgot about the part where they go into the White House. Yeah. How, like, my biggest thing was how did Cheetah get into the White House so easy? Apparently, apparently we learned this week. It's very easy to break into <laughs> government buildings, but if you're when white. I was watching it, when I was watching it originally, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're white, I guess, which she is. Kristen yeah. Wiig is white, and she was blonde in this movie, right? So it's yeah. just like, yeah, it must have been so easy for her to get in. But when I was watching it originally, I was like, she just pranced into the White House. Was everybody what? I don't think anybody was distracted around that time either. No, no, it was no, it was just like there was a very normal meeting that Max Lord had with uh with Reagan. Yeah, like there there was really there wasn't anything going on where like security might have been on you know on the other side of the building for whatever reason. And she like she just she genuinely just pranced into the into building character into the scene because they didn't know because they showed how Wonder Woman got in due to a connection they showed in the beginning of the movie. It's like hey, I'm in the White House now. And it's like, exactly. Yeah. So that that scene worked. I feel like a writer thought that out, but it's like they just forgot to like bring her in. You know, maybe. I mean, maybe yeah, maybe maybe she got in. Maybe Barbara him. got in the same way. Yeah. Maybe oh, she maybe. meets up with him before the White House scene, but you know, by mm-hmm. that time we're running out of film, right? Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know. The whole the whole thing just becomes a mess. The White House scene is nonsense to me. Nuclear war is nonsense to me. Uh, it is eighty, so it's like it's post Cold War. So yeah, yeah, that's sense. still like it's this huge. Yeah, it's this huge thing still. And, this kind of looming, looming nuclear war. And the nuclear fight scene, holocaust. The, the defeat. You know, she defeats Cheetah with like she doesn't even defeat Cheetah on her own. She has like these other elements. It, those are things that have problems with movies like. If the main hero can't defeat the character on their own, like I, I don't get it. Do they outsmart the character? Because she used electricity in the water. Same problem I had with Black Panther. Um, he pushed him in the train, <laughs> and that's kind of right. what got the damage done. It's like, all right, whatever. The move is along. Um, but God, the last was scene way too long. This the last way scene too long. when the guy, you know, he he breaks the TV. He goes into um this kind of blue thing which they didn't explain what it is it may, is it is i don't know what it is i i was just very it looked cool yeah inside standing inside i don't i don't understand what himself. that platform was i don't understand what that was what like what like is, what did that do at all like i i i was wondering if it was just me it's not how radio waves work at all like what was that thing 
So is that I, even I, like an actual like? Or is that just like for the movie? It's for the movie. He just yeah. like stood in there and I was like, yeah, it looks cool because it's just like this beam of light and it's like great visuals. What is it? And then and how? And then also, yeah. how did Diana, um, talk kind to of the override his? Yeah, how did she override his the lasso signal? Of truth. By the but what does the lasso do? When it like wraps around his by foot, that right? time, how is she... you're too tired to think of the plot anymore. You're you're done. They wore me down. Yeah, I mean, you're... I was still thinking, but I just like I just didn't give a damn. You're worn down. Uh, they don't want to continue. It's like, all right, that's it. Let's end the movie. She's defeated. She's beat up. She's on the side. She's talking in a very low voice, and you're kind of wondering, it's like, is she screaming at the audio at the the listeners? But she's like, she's using the lasso to get to like the deepest sounds. Like, do you really want those things? In my opinion, I want a lot of things. If you ask me, do I want it? I say, yeah, that's why I want it. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not out here. Like, they were showing people making the worst, like wishes. Decisions. Right? It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I wish you were dead. I wish you filthy Irish or whatever. It was like truly wishing oh, the yeah. worst thing. That right? was nuts. Like the whole Irish thing. I was like, whoa, you yeah, that was, what are you doing? Yeah, what was, yeah, what was, why was that necessary? It's incredible. It's but like, like, who wrote this you scene? <laughs> Those words, really? <laughs> like, is you going to start arresting all the Irishmen? Like, just, what? Yeah. The death thing, yeah. I, I get. But like, oh, you're just going to double down. <laughs> yeah, I like, bro. I'm like I said, they're just showing the worst of the worst. It's true. When she said that, I was just like, man, that's kind of like that's like it's heavy. That's very yeah. heavy. But there was, and then, but then, like, there's some people out there that are wishing like very like healthcare. I don't know, cure cancer, cure world hunger, and like they're making good wishes that are. And and then do they revoke their wish? Yeah, they they kind of had to because they were discussing how. What is the what is this, the word they use? It's not uh, revoke. It's like uh, repent. I don't know. I I I, I, don't I know. forgot. Yeah. Um, but they kind of had to because of of the God that created the stone and how it works. It's like there's a positive and a, a very harsh or negative to it. So you kind of have to do right. No yeah, it takes something. Yeah, wish for it's just too negative. So the monkey whole, king, right? Yeah, the monkey. And I kind of hated that they said that because is I only know that because I watched the anime that explained it. If I didn't yeah. know what it was, I I don't, I don't think I would have. The monkey, right, the exactly. Monkey arm, the monkey yeah. arm. The um, monkey paw. Monkey paw. Monkey paw. I I learned that from an anime I watched like ten years ago. Those are the only. Yeah, they didn't I explain knew. it in the movie. They so didn't explain like, it in the movie. Like, most people and also, the, this, like, god of, like, lies or whatever sounded a lot like Loki, didn't it? God of mischief? Nah. Nah, it's different gods. Nah. It's different gods. Oh, I guess. No, it's a different god, but god, it's like, kind of like, it's kind of how, like, with the Greek gods and the Roman gods, they're just basically, you know, like, Zeus is Jupiter and Mars is Ares. And nah, but Loki is a different god. What, what do you call those? Gods? Norse. A Norse god. They're Norse. So. Yeah. So... You get to okay. We're about to wrap this up, but one thing mm-hmm. I did hate about the movie is like nobody got in trouble. It's like, what's going on? It's like, oh, he just runs away. He gets away with it. Is that what happens? He goes to his son. He realized the one thing that he wants in the world is his son, and he just dips. 
Yeah, I saw. I mean, I've seen some reviews that say that this is, it's an it's a refreshing ending because not everyone always needs to die at the end of superhero movies. Someone gotta go to but jail. But I'm like, there. Yeah, there's got to be some consequences, right? Yeah, like, there's got to be some consequences. You like this up a lot man of is, yeah, he's like a, quite literally extorting people. The world. And he extorted the yeah, world. Yeah, he's coercing. Yeah, he's yeah, he's extorting the world. He's coercing everybody into these things, and it, it's very legitimately like fraud and theft, right? So, because like it's not like it's a contract. It's not like these people know what they're losing or what he's taking from them prior to them making the wish. So there's, there's like the legal aspect. And then it's true. Like, how does he not get in trouble? He doesn't get in trouble. Also, it seems like Barbara, Barbara doesn't get in trouble. And well, there's nothing for her to get in trouble. I just like, I was surprised she lived because she didn't do anything terrible. Right. She also got electrocuted. Wonder Woman electrocuted a person. Yeah, that's what Wonder I mean. Wonder Woman electrocuted a person. That's nuts. That's what I mean. It's like she's like when I saw win. that, I was like, no, like is she like is she really about to like murder this woman? No, I knew she wouldn't get like, it's... I, I knew she wouldn't get murdered because she didn't repent her wish yet. Because she's as strong I mean, as Wonder Woman. That's the whole thing. I well, yeah, I understand that about Cheetah the character, like just overall in like the comic books, but no, that she was she was about to murder her. Like there wasn't it wasn't like she was just gonna like that's not a tase. Like you don't throw somebody into like a pool. Also, why is why was Wonder Woman not electrocuted as well? Don't understand that. Oh, not really sure could, what was going on light- there. She could do lightning. I don't know. You saw her use the lasso to catch her lightning in order to swing. Catch the lightning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's yeah she she's Which not regular. She's built different. Yeah, she did she's some Spider Man shit. Understood. She, yeah, she's yeah. just built different. That's it. That's all you could say. She's built different. That's the she only was, way you could say it. It's she true. Wasn't she's created built different. From the, she wasn't created from the clay like every like most of the women on the island were created by. I think God's blessing in the clay. Uh, she was created right. like, from she, her father. She has a father, you know? That's what, right. makes, that's what makes Wonder Woman Wonder Woman. You know, Diana Troy, Diana oh, Troy. Oh, that's true. And, uh, I I, wait, so it's, it's that Woman's it was a natural birth? Yeah, because her mom says in in the in the first movie that she molded her out of clay, but that was a lie. Ah, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what makes that her makes different. Everybody else was molded out of clay, and which and I think the goddess will just bring she's it built into different. Life. That's what I mean. is just built different. You you're telling me that you got you got to have a father to be fire or something? I don't know. No, but her got her. Yeah, that's what Zeus. it is, yo. Her father is Zeus, though. It's like the last guy. Bro, if you don't, if you don't got both parents, if you're not coming from a two parent household, then, bro, it's kind of clip I don't for you. No, if you could, you can't know, be, get you away can't be the best. This. You can't know. be the best. If they can get away with that Irish comment, they can get away with this. They can't even get away with her like talking to men in the series, which I, 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 I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. I did see a lot of people comment on it, saying it's kind of ridiculous. That at the end, like she, she could, she's could, she's more comfortable talking to a man. And that last thing, like we was looking in the snow, it's like, wow, I can believe that. You like my fit, yeah. Or end scenes, like, oh, she couldn't do that for sixty years at all. So, I don't, if it I don't had know. been, if it had been, like any other guy, I think that would have been kind of nice. The fact that it had to be the guy that Steve, like, went into, and like, I thought there was gonna be some sort of romance. No. Uh, that was gonna pop off from there. I thought yeah. I thought they were gonna yeah. like, actually get to know each other, but 
He just walked away. It was over. Yeah. Just like that's that. how life is sometimes, you know? But I thought the sure. same thing too. It's like, yeah, hey, wanna take a quick uh, dinner to the cafe? It's like right here, you know? Yeah, but I just that's what I'm saying. There's so many things in this movie and the movie and the and the movie right before. She's gotta it's gotta like hand wave it away. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. But so overall, I, I can't even recommend uh people to watch this movie if they want to get into DC. I think I'll just no. tell them the same thing. It's like, hey, this is you still have to watch on HBO Max. I think they have like a couple more days left. Um, middle of January is gonna leave because they last right something like days. that. Yeah. It's like, hey, they have a whole DC section. Start any of those animations, and you'll have a better understanding on uh, Wonder Woman, better understanding on uh, DC as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah. I hear apparently Shazam is their best movie, but I was I, I didn't watch it. Like I didn't I watch said. it either. I didn't watch it either, but I did hear I, great I things about it. I think Man of Steel is, was a... I thought, I thought Man of Steel was an enjoyable movie. I didn't think it had, like, if you compare it to say Batman versus Superman or either you the can't make a good or... Superman movie. I think you just got to throw it out there. Yeah, I think I yeah, I think it's tough because it's hard to make a white meat like like babyface movie like that. Yeah. Like it, I don't know. Because if you want to make a Characters good Superman movie, old. you need the original Superman uh characteristics. Very nice guy, right. very save the day. But it's yeah. not really up to date with today's term. You will mm-hmm. have to add like new aspects to it. That's what um, DC Comics did um, really a uh, good job with. But the difference is he was a father. So he was old school Superman, but he was a father at the same time. Mm, so he was okay. able to take care of his kids. But of course, they threw that out the window. It's like now the whole series just sucks. So now they're just like working with something else. Yeah. They, get, they made him really, really cool for like a year and a half. Then it's like, oh, we need to do something drastic and different, and they just uh, they just threw the whole thing out. I mean, ca- characters in general, they gotta they gotta have some flaws, right? Something to something to work through, right? And yeah. it seems like it seems like Superman never really has that. They they don't want to give him anything, and the same way they didn't give anything to uh, oh yeah, Michael uh, Brian Bendis. Brian Bendis ruined Superman. Just letting people know know that. <laughs> He ruined everything about DC. Came in with a whole lot of bullshit ideas, and they said okay, and it ruined it. Now they have to do something else, and that's the way I feel about Josh Whedon. You know, he came in, bullshit ideas. I think they just keep hiring the same nonsense people because their old work works. But it's like, yeah. hey, we're tr- we're trying to do something new here. So you but, know, Patty Jenkins, the director of um, the two Wonder Woman movies. Mm-hmm. Firstly, they're They've already greenlit a third Wonder Woman movie, so I guess that is a marker of how successful 1984 was. Very, um, with Patty Jenkins, but she's also at the helm of one of the Star Wars projects. Oh, really? Yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. Oh which yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Chris 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 Pine said that in the interview recently. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be interesting. Give Chris Pine. His own franchise, man. Besides Star Trek, yeah, like, give him, throw him in a Star Wars film, man. Make him. Oh yeah, he. I think he'd do great in in Star Wars. Yeah, give him a give him a Star Wars movie. I'm surprised that Marvel hasn't tried to scoop him up yet. I don't like. Did he like piss off Marvel? 
He's no, I, I, I think he's picky in what he wants to be part of. That's why I think because the so Star he Trek Wonder Woman. Uh, they probably yeah, he'd be the best person to be honest. I don't that's, know. That's why I think. Do you think he's he specifically like, chose Wonder Woman because he he just wanted to upstage like the rest of the cast? No, I think they needed him. I think they needed him. It's like, hey, who who do we have that's handsome that could like get the job done? Yeah. And like Chris Pine's available right now, if we like to call him. It's like, yes. (laughs) Because if it was like if this movie was made in the nineties, they would definitely call the I don't know, maybe Bill uh Brad Pitt or somebody. Brad Yeah. Brad Pitt has that army voice that he does a lot. If you, if you watch any army movies, he's oh yeah, I've it. seen yeah, I love Fury that yeah. he, he does it in Fury, Inglorious Bastards, he's kind of doing like a similar thing, yeah. It's like that really Cajun accent. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, he's yeah, great yeah. at that. So, but uh, overall, the the film is not good. It's not interesting. No. I would don't not, watch would not it recommend again. it. Would not, not recommend it. it. Uh, pretty much out of ten. Over the out of ten, what do you say it is? Out of ten, I give it a five. Because I laughed a lot. <laughs> a lot, really. I can say I laughed. Every but I can't say I laughed Chris, a lot. I laughed. I know I laughed because it's like this is so awkwardly corny. Okay. So it's like this is this sucks. And I'm laughing at it. Yeah. The first hour, like I said, the first hour of the movie, I was bored out of my mind. I was like, "Where's the movie? Where's the plot? Where's that?" Yeah. Anything? I I didn't want to admit this. I. I watched the movie in two parts because I got so bored the, with the with the first like hour of the movie mm-hmm. that I actually just stopped and I was like I could be doing anything else like I don't like I'm not gonna subject myself to this I'll watch the rest of it later and I came in and I like I pushed through it I pushed through it <laughs> I couldn't do it I couldn't I couldn't sit through the full like two and a half hours I didn't want to admit it but that that is the truth I didn't I did not do one sitting of this movie. And it's because the first hour was just a chore to get through. So I totally understand. I totally understand. I yeah. I was in pain watching the whole thing. So so what would you give it out of ten? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. All four right. Point five, four point five. It's it's not a five in my opinion, because yeah, it's not a five. It's not quite a four. So it's pretty solid four and a half i wouldn't recommend watching this movie i will not be watching this movie again and i really hope that they that they pick it up for for the third one as in like they like they they fix it but it seems like warner brothers and patty jenkins probably think that this movie is working fine yeah the re- the reviews started out really well i think it had an 84 percent rotten tomatoes it before yeah, it, it was came certified out. fresh then I, I'm pretty sure the score dropped um, right after. Yep. Certified fresh. I mean, no, they could be fresh about that, that movie. Yeah, no, no, I was really know what that means. But I think that there's a chance that Warner Brothers is going to be looking at these reviews and the the audience, um, like the 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 reaction to this movie. And they're just, they're going to think. Oh, it was just, certified fresh, but now because of the new reviews, it went down to 80%. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It I mean, was 60%, 60%, fresh. 60%. It went down to 60? Yeah, 60%. Oh, that's, in, that's intense. My and the audience score is 74%. Oh, that's higher than I would have thought. But see, that's what I'm, I, I feel like Warner Brothers is going to take all the backlash that came with this movie 
and they're just going to say that it was like nerd bros being nerd bros and they can't handle no it's too late for that i don't think so they they tried that it doesn't work it's fake they did that with black oh with ghostbusters it, 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 no it's not true it's true yeah a bad movie yeah it's true a bad same thing movie, with charlie's angels too that was another uh i think Chris those both i think those both might have been angels. warner brothers movies yeah like, because like chance. you didn't market any of those movies and it's like it's not good people saw it and said hey i i i don't like this movie and that's how i feel about it's, this one too it's like i, I mean don't like it's, the first it's one. like they're trying to lean in on just like they think that the ip is going to carry the entire project like you don't need well-developed characters you don't need good plot that flows well or anything like that. And it's insulting to 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 women that that could be leading movies, that could be leading their own franchises, that could be in good stories, right? And creating good stories. Because all you're doing is you're just shoehorning them into this this franchise that I mean in the in the case of Ghostbusters that you're just putting them in the place of men. Right. There's really no there's no reason for them to be women. They you can have a Ghostbusters esque movie that's female led, but no, you're just you're just replacing it and you're kind of like gender bending it just to do it. Yeah. And it's it's lazy. And it's not just the idea the ideation is not just what's lazy. The the entire like the entire process, the entire yeah, execution. The, the whole thought process beginning from the, the entire execution is lazy. All the way to the 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 written script, right? And there's there's so many movies like they're doing that way. I think the only one that really like worked out was the Ocean's Eight, like that that seemed to you work okay. Uh, no, but I just I've seen good reviews. <laughs> I actually haven't seen a bad review of Ocean's Eight. I do want to watch the movie. I didn't get around reviews. to watching it. Those aren't really like my type of movies. I'd say like I didn't I can't remember when I watched. Ocean, Ocean 11. 11 through 13. I don't even know if I've watched every single honest, one. Of them. I always tell people just watch Ocean 11 and stop right there because that movie is beautiful no matter like from I hear, I hear the the other two beautiful. movies are good too. No, 13 is terrible. 12 is like all right. Okay. Because the whole thing is about you know, like your previous bad guy is hiring for a youth disc job and the your previous previous bad guys that's how that's the whole thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, I know that's how the yeah, that's how the, the story's progressed. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Ocean's Eleven is just like that perfect movie. So I didn't see Ocean Eight. I will eventually, you know. Rihanna's in. There. I I hear it. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it's really really good. I haven't heard a bad thing about it. Um, I heard, I realized I, I heard it was mid. All right. <laughs> what'd you say? I heard it. I heard it was just all right. It was just all right. Well, I don't know. I'll 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 finally give it a watch. I feel like that that seems like something that would be Warner Brothers as well. But we'll see. But, yeah. but I I don't know. We, Women in Hollywood deserve better. They deserve better stories. They, they, we know they can carry franchises, but they're just they're just given. There's too many garbage. men involved in the garbage. project, and there's too many corporate, too many uh, corporate marketing teams, and no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we gotta. It's too much of that. Right, exactly. They're just like in they're in the idea room, and and they're brainstormers. It's like, what if? James Bond was a woman this time. It's just like, what? No, just like create create the next James Bond that happens to be a woman. Don't make James Bond a woman. Cause then all it's gonna be is just like if you have say if you were to make James Bond a woman, like the next James Bond a woman, right? What's gonna be remembered about that character is just like, oh, that was the that was the one James Bond that was a woman and it was good. 
but James Bond is a male character. Yeah, right? and they're just going to continuously uh, compare it even right. when you just want to watch it as a separate entity. It's just like, yeah. it's just... Exactly. You're not like, creating these, these like, like women icons of cinema. You're just kind of creating this one chapter in, say, like a James Bond or a Ghostbusters or something like that. But then ultimately, Ghostbusters is a bunch of men. James yeah. Bond is a man. And this is just kind of like an offshoot. It doesn't even feel canon. Like, Create something like new. No need to like bring back. Yeah, just like I mean, just like how it is for for like black actors and, yeah. and like black stories. Like the how thing? Batman's black now. Batman's you see black. That? Batman. Yeah. And what? The, the new like the Batman character is now um, a black man. He is um, Lucius Fox's. Um, oh like, oh oh. Son. Oh no, that was a, he was he was other he was Batwing Batwing. No 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 no. That but was now going that to... was Batwing was one. His yeah. like half brother now is yeah. Batman. Batwing was one of Lucius's sons. Yeah. Batman is now another one of Lucius's sons. Okay, Batman's a mantle thing though. But I mean, it is a mantle thing. At. But what I'm saying is, it's like just create better black characters, create better yeah. minority characters. You know, gay characters black characters so this is how i look at it um before we wrap this up uh yeah. the way is like people of color they go through the industry and they're taught a way of the the white counterpart and it soon becomes their way to get involved in it so yeah. now their whole thought process is that but now they just have to take that white thought process and put a black character in front of it the problem is mm -hmm. it doesn't work that way you're supposed to bring like a black thought like a, a person of color's thought process to it then right. create the character. That's the way Absolutely. I kind of look at uh, a lot of um, most of the t TV shows written. It's like sometimes they have just too much of that element to it. It's like, oh, we brought this so-and-so person of color to help write the show. It's like, yeah, but that person of color, if you look at the, all their mentors, the mentors was white. Or if yeah. their mentors is a person of color, it's because their mentors was white. And that's why they're still in the industry. Yeah, that's right. So, that's the way I look at it. At these movies, it's like you just keep hiring the same people from the same... I guess, you know, it's like what they were joking about. It's like, oh, you know, if you're trying to be a comedian, you'll be uh, competing with the kids in NYU that just didn't want to continue what they're doing. <laughs> right? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I went to NYU. Now they're going to get the job before you because a lot, a lot of comedians, a lot of people in the writer's room went to that school. Same thing like Yale and Harvard. It's like, yeah, you, you went to a prestigious college, but you're in a writing room. I, I'm writing too, and we're competing for the same job. So, <laughs> yeah. That's the way I look at it, but um, um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it for the review. Uh, Shaman, thank you for coming hey man, it's by. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. And um, this is backstage. Uh, what the whole concept of backstage is we kind of do things outside of Black Seinfeld. So please continue to follow us here on social media, Black Seinfeld NY on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you have any questions, if you want to talk, you know, just want to reach out to us, email us at blackseinfeldny at gmail.com. We're on all podcasts, including Spotify, so just type in Black Seinfeld. And be sure to check out our website coming out soon, blackseinfeld.com. All right, I'm Bashanissa. Peace. <laughs>